There's something so indescribably sexy about you standing in the middle of a crowd. Uh, this is going to hurt you a lot more than it will me, I'm happy to say. Monday mornings are about to get nasty. It's the Mizzy Bender Show. Good morning, you sexy humans. You're listening to Mizzy Bender this fine, lovely Monday morning. And we are going to do something a little bit different today. Last week on my Facebook Live, Mornings with Mizzy, I recorded or I shared a segment on 10 rules that you should be aware of when entering the alternative lifestyle. Um, I referenced a specific article, which you can find on my blog. If you wanted to visually watch me uh, go through the steps, uh, to go through the rules rather, you can see that within the blog also. Um, I just thought that this is a really good call out and a really good segment to share on both platforms. So if you have any questions, if you have any thoughts, because I can be pretty hardcore in my perspective, definitely feel free to reach out to me at mizzybender at outlook.com to share your perspective. If you would like me to share some you know, some of your thoughts, I'm more than happy to do a call out to you. Or if you just want to do it confidentially, that's fine also. But just know I'm always taking into consideration your guys' thoughts and want to share the feedback. So I really hope that this is something that you enjoy and that you do get some takeaways out of. Because like I said, it's a pretty important topic to me and this is not going to be the first time that we go through it. We are going to touch upon it several times throughout the year, just revisiting certain things and, and making it more relevant and making sure that we're putting some pretty positive emphasis on the areas that we should be within the lifestyle. So stay tuned, you guys. I hope that you really enjoy this segment and uh, until next time I'll talk to you soon but here we go good morning oh, I always laugh every time I do that now so anyways mornings with Mizzy here I am um, I am also duly recording for oh boy oh there you are okay so the computer got a little wonky for a second anyways so I'm duly recording for my podcast that will launch this coming Monday because I feel like this is a really important topic um, and so if it comes up the right way in the header, we're going to talk about rules within the lifestyle and, uh, you know, it's Friday, it's a messy morning in New England. So I figured, fuck it, it's a perfect day to go live because I did it this week and, uh, to finalize my blog from Winter's Kiss. So, which actually is how I got to the rules of the lifestyle because, uh, at this past event, you know, we hosted in Rhode Island, um, for, it was our sixth annual Winter's Kiss uh, event, and there were so many new humans that came through, and it was so wonderful to see. But it was also a great reminder to say that we should probably touch upon some of the rules and just different things that we look for within the lifestyle as a community, uh, just to kind of refresh and kind of share new information with newbies, right? Because that's some of the things that we pride ourselves on. We really do like to share information and we like to educate. We want to make sure that everybody's kind of like in tune to kind of what's going on. And, you know, if you're not aware, have a place where you can really come and have the conversation. So I did find some articles and I'm actually going to follow it up. Uh, not only is it going to be, uh, you know, posted as my as my podcast, but I'm also going to share some more in-depth stuff within my blog. 
Uh, and you can find that on mizzybender.com. Uh, that will be out like later on today or like early next week or something after we kind of finalize this segment. So I did find an article and um, it kind of laid out some of the things. I'm going to add some commentary uh, along the way and I'm also going to probably add some of my own things that I've kind of been acknowledging or seeing through the lifestyle, through some community pages and some questions and stuff. So here we go. Uh, the article is from theabsolutedater.com and it's from 2021. So it's a relatively new article. So I'm not really concerned about uh, the sourcing or anything. So here we go. The first one says, uh, make sure you and your partner are singing the same song. Jesus Christ, man. Okay. This is like so, so, so important. And this is one of the reasons why um, I decided to do this session this morning. Uh, early this morning, you know, I wake up at like fucking 4.30 in the morning. I was browsing one of the larger lifestyle community pages that really is a safe place for people to come share their, you know, thoughts and stuff like that. A lot of people actually submit it under like... um you can, I don't know how you do it, but you can submit it privately so people don't know that it's actually you doing it. So there are a lot of great questions that are usually presented in that fashion. The one that I read this morning was the woman, actually. And and sorry to say, it's, it's usually the flip side. So I was like, whoa. Uh, and that's not discrimination. That's just what I've noticed. This woman says, she goes, um, the, you know, the lifestyle was my idea. I think that my husband went along with it because he knows that if he doesn't, uh, I'm going to end up cheating on him. And she proceeds to say, uh, you know, is it normal for, you know, couples to play independently? Uh, You know, he said that he's now to the point where he's willing to watch because he doesn't enjoy the experiences at all. And as she's mapping this out, I'm like, her legit first sentence was, my husband does this because he knows if he doesn't, I'm going to cheat on him. Okay, guys, that's a huge red flag. Uh, The lifestyle is not a place for you to come and fix your relationships. I'm sorry to say it doesn't work. You know, if you think about the foundation of your relationship, uh, you know, it's built on trust. It's built on, you know, this beautiful bond. Hopefully your bond is secure enough that there's no jealousy. I mean, people talk about, you know, jealousy popping up. I personally... I think that that's an issue, right? Because, and and people debate me out all the time. They don't debate me, but they have different perspectives, right? Jealousy is such an interesting word for me because I personally feel like if you're in a lifestyle situation and you become jealous, there's something else going on, right? You're either not ready to participate in that particular moment and you're either forcing something or there's something broken uh, within your foundation, And that's to nobody else's issues but your own. Like, you have to be completely honest with yourself, with your partner, like what you guys are looking for. You know, if you're not on the same page, it's just like not going to work. And it is legit a recipe for disaster. Yeah, it might work for like a couple weeks, maybe a couple months because nobody's willing to share their feelings. There's no real communication. People are kind of going along with it. And then whoosh, this whole blow up happens. So yeah, singing the same tune is really important. And I'll kind of like give some references, you know, with Spencer and I. So, you know, it's going on four years this June, actually. And for those of you that are new to, you know, listening to me and haven't gone back and done some, you know, 
that podcast listening through the journey and stuff like that, I wasn't in the lifestyle when I met Spencer. I was super vanilla, very corporate, like so the opposite. Now that's not because I was not, I didn't, it's not that I didn't have like a free, sexy, like it's not that I didn't have who I was. It was just the circumstances in life did not allow, uh, you know, for me to be that way. And so not in the lifestyle, just really free, truthfully. It's not even just lifestyle. It's really just being a person, uh, my own independent person. And I was, but not not the way that I am now, right? I've I've learned how to like really be my whole self, but that is because of the way that the lifestyle was presented to me by Spencer, right? Spencer has gone through the lifestyle in so many different forms, fashions. He's been in it pretty much his whole entire life. So when I think about, you know, his journey, when he presented it to me, he always said, when the stars and moon align, you'll know. And I was like, okay, what does this really mean, right? So think about this. Like I was married at the time. I was in a very complicated situation. Spencer was really sweet to me in such a way that like he was very accepting and just very like nurturing. It was exactly what I needed at the time. And I guess it was intriguing for me because, you know, he was in this weird lifestyle. That I was like, well, this is kind of, you know, exhilarating. But I didn't really think too much of it because that wasn't really the foundation of what we were doing. Of course, I was nervous and I was like, OK, well, if things proceed with Spencer and I, am I going to be able to live the lifestyle that he lives? Am I going to be able to do this, right? Now, he did not give me any ultimatums or anything of the sorts, right? He didn't say, well, listen, this is what our relationship is. This is who I am. Uh, You know, you're either in or you're not. He gave me some time to figure it out, right? But at the end of the day, I kind of knew, like, I either needed to be in it or I needed to be out of it because I couldn't be in this, like, in-between world with him because... My Minor Parties is a lifestyle company. Uh, Clearly, his business had to be operational, which means I needed to be part of the business, right? And so I was like, okay, like, what do I do here? So there was so much conversation that happened. I really needed to understand how you separate out, like, emotion to, like, sexual desire or whatever your fascination is or whatever that whatever that feeling is of whatever it is that you are intrigued by that by the lifestyle I need to kind of sort it out right and it took some time and I really sat with that when the stars and moon aligned because I was like okay like I understand who I am as a person maybe the exterior world right now doesn't know who I am but inside I know I like to be sexy I know I like to be um Promiscuous isn't the right word, right? But like flirtatious and just like genuinely loving and whatever, right? I have like all these like soft feelings. And I actually said to Spencer like a couple weeks ago, like I really love being able to bring more permanent people into our outside unit because I feel like we have so much love to give. And like that's how I define it, right? Because when I think about the lifestyle we live in a hierarchy, right? There's always going to be Spencer and I, and then, you know, we have our kind of like hierarchy of what we envision other, you know, humans to be like involved in that. So with all that being said, it's taken me a long time to get to my like open free mindset now. But initially I was thinking about all these things and I'm like, okay, so I know I have these qualities, you know, I have an opportunity that this gentleman is showing me like what I can be part of or, you know, giving me the opportunity to like really be who I am without judgment, you know, all these different things. And he took 
we took so much time. It took so much time. Uh, and so finally, you know, maybe like last year, I finally got this like epiphany. It was during COVID. I can't fucking remember. I always lose a year with COVID. So I guess technically it's two years, right? Because we were like stuffed in the house and, you know, I started to explore some of my more swinger type qualities. But then what ended up happening was I really don't define myself as a swinger. It's more alternative lifestyle, right? Because I encompass so much stuff. And the way that I the way that I engage in the lifestyle is so different, right? So that's why it was so important for Spencer and I to be on the same page and for him to give me the space that I needed to be able to sort out what I wanted out of the lifestyle. I was never willing to take one for the team. I was never willing to put myself in a situation that I was going to be unhappy about. Sometimes I can be ruthless and I don't care. (laughs) I'm never going to do anything that makes me feel uncomfortable. I'm never going to put myself in a position that I'm not happy about. And truthfully, if there's 10 people around me, one person around me, it doesn't matter how many people around me, if you're making me uncomfortable enough that I'm going to punch you in the face, I probably will. Uh, And I'm sorry, but that's just the way that it is, Uh, you know, because I'm not afraid to kind of say, hey, this is not what I'm looking for from the lifestyle because this my body, this my relationship, this my partner, and we do this together. There's no independent, uh, you know, whatever. And if there is independent break, you know, separation or whatever, well, then there needs to be some red flags thrown and you need to like regroup and get to the same page because it's not going to work if you're not on the same page. And clearly, as time's gone on, you know, your thoughts change, your partner's thoughts change, circumstances change. Maybe you've been engaged or involved in scenarios that you've had time to like kind of go back on and think about and, you know, talk about it again. And then maybe some boundaries and rules change within your relationship. The point of the matter is, is that you continue to talk about it, continue to regroup and continue to be aligned every single time you're going to participate in some sort of lifestyle event or not. Uh, So, yeah, that was a long winded number one. Make sure you and your partner are singing the same song. Uh, One of the things I'm going to note, I'm not going back into the comments while I'm doing live, just because it's going to be too much for what I'm trying to accomplish right now, and then I'll go back and I'll answer uh, everything for you. Uh, For those of you on the podcast, if you want to visually see me do this, you could just go to Mizzy Bender page on Facebook. Uh, But anyways, so let's see. Some of the, like, highlights, too. Um, And I think that this is what it is. Uh, There should be trust and mutual decisions to let each other sleep with other couples. And I think that that's a really true statement, right? I am, Spencer is allowing me to, you know, branch out and be sexual with somebody else. That's how I see it. I'm allowing him to go and do that, right? Because we love each other. We enjoy this. We're on the same page, you know, whatever it is. If we're out at a club and he and I did not align on a you know a particular scenario or I didn't know that he was engaged in something, you sure shit know I'm going to red flag it at that moment and be like, dude, I don't know what's up here, but this is not fucking flying or whatever. And he would do the same thing to me. Um, so yeah, it's just a matter of understanding that there's this mutual respect between one another and don't do anything to the other partner that you wouldn't want done to you, which is kind of funny on why I think that the rules of the lifestyle are kind of silly. You know, I think it's just like human nature and you should just morally feel like an, a good person and just don't do something that you would feel is negative towards your own self. I mean, that's my own opinion, but we're going to keep doing this, right? Because there is some really, there, it's important to do the call outs, right? Uh, so number two, 
mutually decide on the action plan for the night. This is a really good one, right? Because sometimes, and like this particular weekend, I could give you some kind of uh, personal insight. Listen, sometimes, and you guys have the option to do it. I don't have the option to do it. Sometimes I do. Uh, Sometimes you just don't feel like going out, right? Sometimes you just want to be home in your pajamas, you know, whatever it is. It's fucking cold out. It's snowing. Uh, There's like so many different reasons. I'm PMSing. Who the fuck knows uh, what the reason is? But sometimes you just don't want to go out, right? And so for me this past weekend, not that I didn't want to be out, but it was one of those weekends where I think what had happened is, is I hadn't been out of the house for such a long time. And I think that I probably would have much more enjoyed a probably a little bit more of a personal experience than getting blown into, uh, you know, this massive party. And that's my own social uh, anxiety issues or whatever that transpired, right? But in that particular night, example, uh, you know, there's this person that, you know, we've kind of been chit-chatting with on whether or not we're going to play. And, you know, for me to get to the point where I'm going to play with you, I've probably known you for like three years and our interaction has been, you know, something like I'm very particular. I'm super nervous about business backlash. So there's a lot of things that I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about when I'm picking the people that I am going to consider, you know, playing with. So if, you, if you're wondering why you don't ever see really things about play scenarios, uh, that's one of the reasons why, because I'm so nervous and I'm, my boundaries and my walls and my criteria are fucking extreme. So, you know, this past weekend, we were talking to, you know, somebody about potentially playing. So we were going to get together Friday night. And then there were some, like, we were talking about this, like, maybe like a month, two months ago. Some things happened. And sometimes I notice some things and I'm like, okay, you got to hesitate for a moment. And we got to kind of like clear up some stuff. And I get a, a bit hesitant, right? So the, the, the actual play date, which I don't really even like to do anyways for this particular reason, um, didn't, didn't actually transpire. Come, you know, another, another time throughout the weekend, we had the opportunity to kind of connect with this person again. And I was explaining my position, right? And I was kind of going through some stuff and whatever. And like, we're walking away and Spencer goes, you know what? He's like, you probably could have blown him right now. I was like, in what fucking world do you think... I want to blow him right now. He's like, just, you can go back. Like, he was, like, kind of playing with me, but he was super serious because, like, he knew, like, I'm really interested in this person. But at the same time, I'm like, mother, what the, is this guy crazy? I'm like, I just had a full-on anxiety attack before this fucking event started. Uh, I'm, like, in this weird headspace. There's no way I'm going to allow, you know, my first time playing with this human to be, like, in this fucked up state of mind. And I was like trying to explain this to him. And I mean, he understood and it wasn't like he was pressuring me to do it, but it was kind of just like, you know, here's your moment because now it's going to be like months again. But I appreciate him offering the Pepe to me. But at the same time, mentally, like I just could not, I couldn't do it. And yeah, that would have been a pleasurable moment for me. I mean, he Spencer's surely not getting out anything out of it, but like I just, I just couldn't. And as much as it would have been a really great thing, I didn't want to look back on that moment and be like, oh my God, I'm just like, I just didn't want to regret anything, right? And so it was kind of like, you you can't do this. So you guys really have to be on the same page. Now, imagine that was going to be a scenario where it was going to be the two of us together. 
like, was I going to be, like, am I going to be a disappointment dispenser because I'm not opening myself up to be, you know, to a, a play session, uh, you know, when I'm not feeling it? No, you know what? I'm not going to feel bad. And I'm, I'm not, and I feel good about saying no, because you know what, if I am in a bad headspace, that's going to bleed off onto everybody else, right? Everybody's going to be able to feel the vibe of uh, the room. And like, that's not what I'm looking for. When I'm going into a play scenario, I want it to be the most explosive, most memorable thing that there is. And those moments usually happen super organically, which is why when I set up like humans that I'm going to play with, I really set up like my boundaries, right? I sh- I share out with them. So, you know, going back to this example of what I was sharing for this past weekend, you know, the conversation uh, started months ago. My conversation is, listen, these are my rules when we're looking for a single gentleman. A single gentleman is when we're in person, my expectation is, is you're like an off-brand like, boyfriend per se. I have all the access to you that I would want. I don't give a fuck if we're in Walmart and I want to start doing whatever the fuck I want to you. Like, that's what I'm looking for. I lay this out specifically and all of the different requirements, rules, boundaries, whatever I have, that's how it is. And I say to them, if you can't provide this to me, well, then you're just not the person uh, that I'm looking to play with, right? Because I'm not going to, I'm not going to compromise my wants because somebody can't provide that to me. That's not why I'm, that's, that's silly. I mean, then I'm not really enhancing my full experience here. And why am I doing this? Like, I'm not here just to fuck uh, because Spencer does that really well, right? And so, the point is, is just to be sure that you guys know exactly what it is, you know, that you want. So in that particular scenario, yeah, it worked out really great for me because it was like really all eyes on me and I could have said that. But, you know, some people in that moment, a female specifically, get very hesitant on saying, I don't want to play. I'm not feeling this. this. is not for me. And then like the next day, they kind of regret it. Girls, ladies, it's our bodies, our temples, our holes, No, 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 stop, no, right? We have to have self-respect. We have to have self-confidence. Just because we're in the lifestyle does not mean people have full access to us. That is highly not okay, right? That's no, 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 no. So yeah, that was number two in a really long kind of way also. Number three. Oh, this is a good segue into kind of where I was just going. Um, It says learn to respect others and to be honest. Okay. The respecting others, I think, is huge. For me, you know, as you guys listen to me talk or whatever, you're probably just like, this bitch is not a swinger at all because I don't understand what it is that you do. And it's not that, right? It's just that I'm super honest on what it is that I'm looking for. I'm super honest with myself and I'm super honest with Spencer. Maybe last year I would have, not true. I did go through phases where I explored to make sure what I felt wasn't, um, I don't know really how to say it. Like I confirmed my own thoughts, you know, by doing some tests, I guess, right? The first one was, you know, would I actually fuck at a club? Okay. Well, my answer is, well, I tried it. It really wasn't for me, right? Not my headspace. That's not really where I'm looking to like play. I'm, I like, I want to be in my own personal area. 
in that particular scenario when I'm bringing in extra people. But that can't necessarily be true. Let me think about this. I'll play in, in, in real life, like in front of people, if I bring my own people, right? If we're traveling with Spencer, if we have Miss Lady with us, you know, my core group of people that are, are my people, you, you'll see me doing some sort of sexual activity between, you know, us personally. The odds of me finding somebody at the actual event and hooking up with them are slim to none. That's really what I should say. I tried it one time and it just wasn't for me. You know, there was some performance issues, which gentlemen, that happens a great deal. So don't get embarrassed about it. Um, I'm sure it happens for the ladies too. We just get to have toys and vibrators and all sorts of other things to kind of quickly get us, you know, a little bit more zippy to where we want to be. But you guys have a little bit more of a complicated scenario. And so sometimes if it doesn't work, it's just not going to work. You know, and there's a lot of conversation on the boards about that too, with the gentleman feeling like nervous and uncomfortable about it, but don't, right? I mean, it happens to the best of us and I wouldn't worry about it. But it happened in this particular scenario. Didn't hate on the guy. I mean, I had, you know, I try, I did my thing, like whatever. Eventually Spencer kind of like called it quits because he was just like, this really isn't just working, you know, it's just not working out. Um, and so that was that. But I really do realize like my head space is not there, right? Because normally when we're at the club, we're working. Uh, so it's like, what kind of cleanup do we have? Is there anybody else around? Like, what's happening here? Wait, how much time do we have? Like, there's so many other things running through my brain that I'm not focused on, you know, an actual play scenario. But I did want to make sure that I tried it one time, not pressured by any means at all. Uh, I will say, you know, I struck an interest in this gentleman. Spencer caught my eye and saw that I was having conversation and gave me kind of like an approval that it was okay for me to kind of just do what I was doing. Uh, After the event was over, I looked at Spencer and he looked at me and he said, if you want to invite him back, you totally can, of which I did. And that's kind of how that worked out. I'm not going to do that again. I don't even know what would I don't know, maybe a hotel takeover where like I meet you on Friday night and we've spent like 24 hours again and maybe by Saturday, like I feel some sort of vibe or energy and this comfort level. I'm not entirely sure. I don't know. But that particular scenario kind of really made me feel like I understand what I'm looking for. You know, I'm looking for a little bit more, uh, you know, down and dirty, a little bit more, you know, long, personal. Like, I don't really know. I'm looking for like a casual, like hangout, fuck, let's chill, you know, like sexy. I don't even know what it is, but it's definitely not happening really at the club. I I do not know that for sure. So it took a long time for me to be really honest in what it is that I'm looking for in the lifestyle. And I think that my conclusion is more, it's not full on poly. I'm not, I mean, we have a relationship with Miss Lady and that's always going to be a very special, unique relationship. I can't see another relationship like that one. So I I couldn't even really speak outside of that. I do know maybe like when we had our single gentleman that we played with for an extended period of time, we had a very good relationship. I'm not going to say it was Polly. That's not what that was. We had a very solid understanding. Like he respected me so much. Uh, You know, I valued him still to this day. And that has not changed. We just don't play anymore because sometimes that happens. You know, energies, vibes, people's circumstances change. Uh, But the connection that he and I had uh, was a very high respect. And he treated me just as Spencer would have treated, just as Spencer treats me. And so that was really important for that particular dynamic. 
Uh, especially like if we're going to go out together, you know, in public and like, I just need to have like a very strong, secure bond with you. And so I do really, uh, you know, I had to be really truthful with myself on what I was looking for and not feel bad for it. Now that's not saying that I'm super regimented in my brain because I'm not, I can be really flexible and I do really go with, you know, the vibes and the energy of the room. But I just know in my heart when the opportunity is going to possibly present itself that that would be something I would potentially be comfortable with. For example, March 11th, uh, making a guest appearance at the Fusion Party up in New Hampshire. This is going to be the first time. I'm almost certain, like legit first time. We've done this before where we've gone to other events, but it's like we've popped in for an hour and like had to leave because it was like we were just checking out the club or the location while we were doing another travel and kind of like squeeze it in so they hardly don't count. This is going to be the first time that Spencer and I, and I'm hoping Miss Lady comes, uh, that we're traveling on our own, no boutique, no mind bender parties, just Mizzy Bender doing an appearance at the party, uh, just doing, you know, kind of just having fun. And so I'm really interested to see what my thoughts will be for that particular night because there are some sexy humans that like I've interacted with that I know that will be there, um, that I've established a long-term relationship with, you know, over the, like year or two with them coming to the event. My question would be though, am I going to keep myself disconnected because it is still associated to business or am I going to let myself loose a little bit and see kind of where things go? I'm really on the fence. So I guess you guys will have to stay tuned and see where my thoughts really establish from there. See, they're always learning and growing and kind of like changing with the time. So I'm, I'm curious to see, but this is exactly kind of what my thoughts and, and really how I feel. So the honesty part, be really honest with yourself and your partner and then respect. I mean, respect is just like human nature. If you don't know what respect is, well, maybe you should probably migrate away from any kind of lifestyle and just like regroup personally because it's like major. You know, kindness is free, people. You shouldn't be fresh at any time. I mean, I know I just was for the principle of the matter, but like, I just don't understand. Like, do what you want done to you, right? Now, brings me to something else that I saw on Facebook just the other day and it was a really great call out and it started between a gentleman ended in in the female the gentleman posted asking if it's a normal thing for the females to approach the gentleman in the relationship and I guess what he was trying to figure out is whether or not you know all of the communication is made up to the to the the male partner to make the connection on a female play. I, I think that that's what it was really. And, you know, I, I had posted on the post. I said, oh, you know, I said, I, when I am interested in a man, I do go up to him and I, and I lay out all my rules and my, my boundaries and, and what I'm looking for. And I kind of like shared some of my thoughts. The follow-up was from the female and the female had shared that she feels it's disrespectful for the, for the girl to approach the man. And as I was listening to it, I was like, whoa, yes, she's so right. And there should have been some clarification across the board. If you're in a four-way, right, and you have two couples, and the girl is interested in the man, like if I, if Spencer and I are out and we see another couple and I'm interested in the man, like I'm not going up, I'm not going up to the guy and starting up a conversation, you know, without the female either being there, without me, you know, kind of chatting with her first, like, girls, 
those are rules, right? You don't want another female approaching your man trying to make the moves on them, whether it's inbox on Facebook or whatever social media platform or in person, right? You don't want some weird shady ass way of being approached. You want to make sure that like it's a team effort. You're all involved there. You know, there's there's a way to do it. And if you're not sure on how to approach couples together or what the circumstances are, before you really enter into the lifestyle scene, you know, talk to your partner. Like, what's the approach? How are we doing this? You know, what's the conversation like? Who starts it? Maybe you have to get really, really scheduled with it that everybody knows, like, between you two, what your positions are and who's taking what and how that's all all going. You know, I, And if there needs to be an exit plan, like what if like there was an interest and then like there's some red flags that go like what, how do you migrate out of it? I, you know, I I tend to just be like, okay, there's red flags here. This is what's making me uncomfortable. Uh, But not many people are willing to be super straightforward and share what the circumstances are. So I would just say like in that, in that scenario, it was such a great call out for, you know, Number one, it just it goes to show like misconception how you can read or misinterpret something and not have the full facts on what the what what's being presented to you. So you have to be able to be a little bit more open minded. So when she posted like this is super disrespectful, like I would never approach the man in in a relationship like this. I was like, you are so right. Like, thank you so much for calling that out because I didn't even. I didn't even think about it from that perspective. I'm automatically thinking about it from my own play perspective. So you either got to ask more questions or just think about like, how would I want this be? And and really, you know, make sure you're answering the question right. Maybe make sure that you're communicating well with everybody and make, you know, most importantly, going back to that number one of making sure you're, you know, aligned on what you're looking for with your partner before you go out. So there is no disrespect that happens during that night, right? Um, and guys, like, I know I can have some pretty harsh opinions at times and I just freely speak and I don't mean that disrespectfully in any kind of way, you know, I just think and I just spew and so, you know, I'm sorry. Um, so I thought that this was an interesting one, but I guess so. You should not talk about your spouse with your swinger partner. (laughs) I probably would say that that's true. I mean, if you're going, you know, on a hot wife date or something, I wouldn't be going on that date being like this motherfucker at home. Like that would sounds pretty insane to me, but not for nothing. I personally feel like if you're in a situation where you can be talking smack about your partner to your play partner, there's something real detrimental and broken. And I would red flag that immediately and not even continue participating in the lifestyle until you figure out exactly uh, what that is. That, that seems real, real, I would be real upset about that. Um, this is a big one. Learn to say and hear no. No, 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 no. It's okay to say no. It's okay to say that you don't want to be with somebody. It's okay to say that you don't want to hook up with somebody. Again, it goes back to that. It's our holes. It's our temples. We get to say what we do and what we don't do. Just because we're in the lifestyle does not mean that we need to fuck everybody. It does not mean that we are attracted to everybody because we are not. For whatever the reason and all of the reasons why we are independently participating within the lifestyle makes, you know, whatever your engagement different for everybody else. So you can't be afraid to hurt somebody else's feelings. Nobody has the right to be with you. So you are an adult. You are allowed to say, I'm really sorry. 
this just is not working out for me. The energy is not right. You know what? This is just not how I play. Uh, you just got to use your words. Just really use the words and just say no. Whether it's in the moment that something's happening and you feel uncomfortable, say no. If it's right before something is about to happen and you get a weird heebie-jeebie, you say no. You say no. Just say no at all times. Like, it makes me feel really sad when I hear females come back and say, I just didn't know how to do this. I just didn't know. And and this is where I ended up. And this is, girl, no, 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 no. No, we need to be firm. We need to be fierce. We need to be confident. And you need to be able to tell people to go fuck off because it's our bodies. And you don't want to feel like you were just violated in a certain way because that's what ends up happening. You know, sometimes you walk away from a situation and that is the that is the feeling that it feels like. It feels like you were violated because you just had a sexual act done to you that you weren't looking for so it's just a weird emotional state um and we need to get better at saying no and i'm sure it happens with the guys too but the more and more i read um some you know commentary and stuff like that the gentleman seems to be more inclined to just go with the flow Uh, And I really want to put up another discussion question to get a little bit more in depth on why that's the case. Like time and time again, the guys will say, I actually, you know, I could pretty much go with any scenario. I could pretty much find anything about somebody and be able to fuck them. I don't know if it's just because that's just the way that guys operate. I'm not really sure, but females surely don't operate that way. I mean, maybe you have one, you know, that's a very unique human being. But I'd be really cautious and definitely, you know, men, make sure you're being really conscientious to your woman's feelings and you're really hearing her in those times of need and maybe in times where she's not feeling so great about herself or her body that's making it a little bit more challenging for her to participate in the lifestyle. Sometimes that happens for us too. You know, we go through like these body fluctuations or, you know, seasonally or whatever it may be and you just don't feel sexy, you just got to be able to give the woman a little extra oomph and give her some space so she could sort it out to be able to get back into it, you know? So like there are some things that you guys need to be able uh, to, to hear when the word and answer is no. Ooh, this is another good one. Keep your alcohol consumption limited. I fucking hate the sloppiness. Sometimes it's too much. Uh, I find when people drink too much, they get way too handsy. I do not like when people's hands are on me. Listen, I'm I'm speaking to the world now. I want everybody to hear me. If we're at an event, you do not have the right to touch me. Do not put your hands on me. And I'm fiercely saying that. Do you see my face? Don't put your hands on me. I don't give a shit where we are. I don't care. I don't care. I didn't invite you to touch me. Perfect example. New Year's Eve. We're having the best time. Bringing in the new year, rocking and rolling. I mean, I think New York, New York was on. I mean, we were fucking all in on like celebrating New Year's Eve. The fucking second the clock struck midnight, some gentleman thought that it was the right thing to do to palm my ass and hold my ass for the entire time. And I was in the process of doing what I needed so I couldn't quickly turn around. As second that I was able to turn around, my finger was in his face and I was like, don't touch me. That was an extremely fresh move to do. And I was just like, what the fuck? Shortly thereafter, we were with some friends and our friends were chit-chatting with them. I immediately went up to them and I said, oh, I just want to let you know. I said, this gentleman here felt the need to grab my ass at the strike of midnight. Why did I do that? It's not because I'm an asshole and I'm kind of, I'm trying to cock block my friends. 
But if that gentleman did not have the respect to not put his hands on me when he didn't have the okay, the authority or whatever to do so, why would I think that he's going to listen in a play scenario? Why would I think that he's going to be respectful in any other scenario? Is it his response was he drank too much? Fuck that. No, that's not an excuse. That's not an excuse. Just because you drink too much doesn't mean you get to put your hands on somebody. No, that's ridiculous. Negative. So I'm very, 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 really, really, really stern on this. Uh, You know, people go to the events for a lot of different reasons. People like being in a sexy environment. People like being, you know, just being able to like dress up in costume. Some people are voyeurs. Some people, you know, just like the music. Everybody is there for their own reason. And we all have to be, we all need to be open-minded and respect enough that there's alternative lifestyle going on and maybe not just swingers anymore. If you look at the migration of what's going on in the world, uh, our lifestyle has become so much more mainstream that you have so many more people that are dabbling in it, right? So for me, I've kind of like geared away from like that whole swinger thing and I do really encompass it as alternative lifestyle because you have a lot of, you know, a lot of kink crossover. Um, There's just so many different aspects of it. Um, So, you know, I would just say, uh, I don't know where I was going with that one, but um, there is a lot of crossover. And so anyways, keeping your alcohol consumption, uh, you know, in in order is is really important because there is no excuse for it. Furthermore, at the end of the night, I freak out. I'm like handing out waters, you know, like it makes me nervous when I see people getting their car keys out and stuff. And I'm like, what is going on here? And then I'm trying to find designated drivers. And they're not, it's not even like my events. Uh, it, you know, like when we like vend and we do different things, I watch and I'm just like, what the fuck is going on here? Some of it is just, you can't get that intoxicated. Uh, and if you're doing drugs, you can't mix your drugs and your alcohol. Like you got to maintain and you guys got to like really put yourself in a state of mind. There's so many different things that can happen when you're in such an, ex- an intoxicated state of mind. It's just not safe. Uh, and it's really uncomfortable sometimes for those around us, especially when things start to get a little bit more handsy because then us as event hosts have to be a little bit more aggressive in how we're managing the party and nobody wants that, right? So just keep those consumptions too and also the biggest thing is is like how do you say no or how are you actually condoning whether or not you want to be in a sexual moment with somebody if you're so far intoxicated and you can't speak on behalf of yourself it seems like a little irresponsible so i definitely and that's for the men and the female i've seen that across the board it's not just you know one or the other so definitely keep that shit under wraps (laughs) Number seven, I thought this was kind of funny too. Uh, Keep your swinging dictionary updated. And that's true because like more words come out more and more such as like soft swap, hard swap, you know, unicorn is one that they mention, things like this. And if you want those definitions, I'll have them more in depth on the blog, like I said, so you can kind of, you know, go back and whatever. Um, Wait, number nine, is wait for the verbal consent before you move ahead. That's actually the word I was looking for just a little while ago, duh. Uh, But yeah, so that's super important. Uh, Don't just make a move. Make sure you're communicating and that people really want you to be doing what you're doing. And going back to the last point, if you're too far intoxicated, that's going to make it very difficult. And then that might go back to, you know, some other ones where you're feeling some pretty regret, uh, you know, the night before. 
which brings to uh, the last one, the no repeat rule. Now, this is, for me, the way I interpret it is, is you don't take one for the team. If you're feeling a certain way, that means you don't compromise what your thoughts are for the next playtime because maybe it will be better. No, <laughs> you felt a certain way the first time. There's no reason to explore it again uh, in a forced manner or whatever. If you really wholeheartedly don't feel like this is what you should be doing, then don't do it. Uh, negative, no. I have along the way, you know, participated in a soft kind of play that we really wanted to go to a more in-depth play that now at this point in time, I don't want that. But Spencer does. So we've talked about what that scenario would look like, right? And we're very comfortable with the setup of it. But that's just me saying no repeats. And I feel really, really confident and comfortable with that. So I think that that's like a really great way uh, to end this. I really hope that you guys, uh, you know, kind of take the time to listen to the feedback here and figure out if these are the rules that fit with you. If you have any questions, if you want to hear something a little bit further, let me know. I'm going to go through the comments. And then for those listening on to the podcast, email me at mizzybender at outlook.com if you have any questions. Uh, but definitely follow along at www mizzybender.com and you can find me in every single you know one of my businesses under there so uh i'll be catching up real soon you guys i'll talk to you later